over the land lay the great white silence, rugged and beetling, with the sentinel pines creaking eerily on its slopes. The ridge stretched away to the north, to the land where the lights of opal and gold quiver and tremble in the skies, till the glory of them makes the beholder cover his face. From below, the ceaseless roar of the torrent, rushing through the gloom of the canyon, came monotonously to the ear of the man who crouched, motionless, beside one of the bleak firs. His keen eyes, steady and sharp as those of a lynx, were fixed unblinking on an opening in the hillside twenty-odd yards away. And in his hands, cradled in the grey moss round the tree trunk, he held a rifle. The pines were singing the song of the ages, with the icy wind from the everlasting snows as the accompaniment. But to the man it was just the solitude that he loved, the voice of the wild, the hush of the lone north mountains. He seemed not to feel the cold. Remorseless and still he crouched there, watching, the only human being in the whole mighty wilderness. Suddenly he stiffened, and his grip tightened on the rifle. So small was the movement as to be almost imperceptible, and to a townsman, even if he had seen it, its reason would not have been clear. Apparently everything was just the same. The roar of the waters, the sighing wind moaning through the tops of the trees, the brooding land bright in the icy noon. All was just the same. Nothing had altered to make the silent watcher catch his breath with a little short hiss, and his jaw set firm till it might have been chiselled in rock. Nothing, that is, to the onlooker. But then he would have been a townsman, and to such the law of the wild is a closed book. For the watcher had heard the sound he had been waiting for, and he knew that his vigil was nearly over. Pig eyes glinting, head roving from side to side as he sniffed the air, there shambled from the hole a monstrous grizzly. For a few seconds he paused at the entrance to his cave, conscious that there was danger but unable to see where it lay. Grunting, he looked round. Then he shambled forward a few paces and stopped again, while the man waited, so motionless that he hardly seemed to breathe. Then the bear saw him and roared, a snarling roar of rage and fear. Man, the lord of the wild things, had tracked him to his lair, and he knew what that meant. That silent, menacing figure, whose eyes seemed to bore into him, and whose hands held the stick of death. Yes, he knew what that meant. Suddenly he rose on his hind legs and grunted again. If only he could get his enemy clasped once to him, with those great hairy paws. If only he could squeeze and squeeze till the bones broke. If only... He shambled grotesquely forward, swaying from side to side, revolting and horrible like some hairy prehistoric man. He groaned and chuckled with paws like hands in prayer. And then, through the mountain vastness, an echo rang and was flung to the ravines on high. It mocked the sighing wind. It drowned the roar of the water until at length it died away, lost and whispering in the everlasting snows.